from E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town, celebrating 30 years on the air. This week, featuring guests from the year 2000, including Beausoleil, Joe Ely, David Gray, Ricky Lee Jones, Bruce Hornsby, Chris Thiele, and more. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, here comes our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to E-Town. As Helen mentioned, we are continuing our celebration of 30 years on the radio by looking back at each of our seasons and bringing you just a few, literally a small sampling of some of the best moments from each year. It is so hard to choose, but it's also really fun to dive into each show and, and look for the gems and share them with all of you, knowing that nobody has heard this music for decades. So our first segment this week includes a couple of Texans, one from San Antonio, one from Lubbock, and I'm talking about Santiago Jimenez, the great conjunto accordion master and songwriter Joe Ely. But before that, we're going to hear a great song from Shelby Lynn. This was a big song in the year 2000. Here she is on stage at E-Town. Easier. I thought it would be easier. Oh, oh. 
That's Shelby Lynn. Along with her band, she got Jeff Perlman on the guitar, Brian Head on the drums, David McNabb on guitar, Dave Eisenberg on the keyboards, David Meshel on the bass, Waylon Payne, and Gwen Mann singing backup. Shelby Lynn. Joe Ely, good to see you. It's been, been a while since you've been here. It's been a long time, yeah. yeah. What is it about Texas that makes this just batch of great singer-songwriters get to figure out how to put words and music together? The roofs. It's, it's the roofs, yeah. <laughs> the fact that those they... hot roofs, yeah. <laughs> well, it was kind of the only thing to do, you know. It, uh, some of those... I, I grew up in West Texas, which is uh, around Lubbock and Amarillo, which is... Uh, pretty uh, flat and barren and there, you know, wasn't a lot else to do but go hard work and on Saturday night go out and dance, you yeah. know. And a lot of the songs were passed on from generation to generation. Yeah. Is that story true about you uh, picking up Towns Van Zandt when he was hitchhiking? <laughs> yeah, we were, uh, me and Jimmy Gilmore and Butch Hancock had just gotten together and formed a little band called the Flatlanders and uh, I was driving outside of town, and I see this tall, scarecrow-looking guy carrying a guitar, and uh, he was in a terrible spot. He could never gotten a ride there, and so I, <laughs> I picked him up and took him to my favorite spot, which was uh, out by the Pinky's uh, liquor store, and uh, wished him well, and he uh, opened up his backpack, and there was not any clothes in there. It was 25 albums. He had just gotten through making his first album out in San Francisco. And so he gave, gave me that record, and uh, I took it over to Jimmy's house, and we played it all night, and then found Butch the next day and played it for weeks. Yeah. Does it help your songwriting to be traveling, to be kind of moving along, or does it, uh, I guess it all depends? I think it all depends. Uh, Tom T. Hall said one time, uh, said some people can go around the world and never see anything, and some people can go around the block and see the whole world. So yeah. I, think, uh, I think it kind of depends. <laughs> That's a good one. I never heard that before. <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're happy you're here. Glad to get back to some more music. Once again, would you welcome back to E-Town, Mr. Joe Ely. I have stumbled on the plane, staggered in the wind, stood at a crossroad or two, cried to a river, swept to the sea, all just to get to you. I jumped a yellow cab, I hopped a rusty freight, sang till my lips turned blue, flown a silver bird on tops of the clouds. All just to get to you I ran too hard I played too rough I gave my love Not near enough I bled too red I cried too blue I beat my fist Against the moon All just to get to you I have run from St. Paul to Wichita Falls Calls you from sunny Baton Rouge I hocked everything 
From my watch to my rain, all is to get From the California shore, where the mighty ocean roared, to the land of Hopi and the Sioux, I walked the desert sand, across the Rio Grande, all just to get to you. I have stumbled on the plains, staggered in the wind, stood at a crossroad or two, cried to a river, swept to the sea. All just to get to you I am too hard I played too rough I gave my love Not near enough I bled too red I cried too blue I beat my fist Against the moon All just to get to you All just to get Joey Lee from Austin, Texas, Rounder Records. Santiago, tell me about your uh, this style of accordion playing that you play, conjunto. Is that the right name for it? Yes, uh, this is uh, the conjunto style, Tex-Mex conjunto. Uh, it's um, kind of a mix music that we play like the German style polka, the umpapa polkas. And they came to Texas and uh, lost some of their accordions and... You guys ran with it. Is that what happened? Well, uh, more or less like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we personally, we give credit to the German people because those are the first ones that kind of give us an idea of the, how to play the charis, the, the waltzes, and uh, right. mazurkas. Yeah. But uh, it was your grandfather and your dad who really made this music uh, kind of evolve and, and exactly. find its Yeah, form. it was my grandfather, Don Patricio yeah. Jimenez. He started playing the accordion in the 1800s. And then uh, as my father was growing with my grandfather, uh, they used to go to see those German people play the polkas in New Braunfels, Texas, way back in the 20s or whatever. You know, I wasn't born yet, but I'm pretty sure it was that time. 
And then uh, my father started playing the accordion in the 1930s. Yeah. I thought that if uh, my father ever um, would pass away, that I was going to keep his music running, you know, the old style tradition, conjunto music, like I had been doing it for 42 years. Yeah. And is there still a big audience that comes out to support it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I have my fans. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Then you've made a bunch of records. I have uh, 62 cassettes in my credit recorded. I've been on the Grammys three times. You're about to receive a, a pretty prestigious award in Washington, too. Yes, uh, hopefully from the President of the United States. Uh, they're going to give me an award of uh, Heritage of Treasury. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I appreciate you coming by and, and uh, sort of helping us understand and get a taste of what this kind of uh, indigenous American music sounds like from well, down there in San you. Antonio. And sure, and I'm very happy, very beautiful audience. Oh, boy. We'll get another number. It's a very beautiful number. Uh, volver, volver. To return, to return. Bonito bolero. Sé querer, 
nos dejamos hace tiempo Pero al fin llegó el momento de perder Tú tenías mucha razón y hago caso al corazón Y me muero por volver Y volver, volver, volver A tus brazos otra vez Llegaré hasta donde estés Yo sé perder, yo sé perder Quiero volver, volver, volver Oh honey Otra vez Llegaría hasta donde estés Yo sé perder, yo sé perder Quiero volver, volver, volver Santiago Jimenez. He's got Ramon Sanchez on the about sexto, Tricky Martinez on the drums, JJ Barra on the bass. We'll be back with more music and conversation from the E-Town archives focused on the year 2000 after a short break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. Welcome back to E-Town. We're going to feature music from Bruce Hornsby in just a bit, but first, a conversation from back in 2000 with Hal Cannon, who's been doing a different kind of resource conservation all these years. In his case, it's preserving stories and songs from the West, especially from his home state of Utah. Hal is a songwriter, musician, radio producer, and folklorist. He's the founding director of the Western Folklife Center in Elko, Nevada, famous for its annual cowboy poetry gathering. So Hal has published scores of books and recordings on folk arts. Here's my conversation with our award winner, Hal Cannon. How are you, Hal? Great. Holding I'm up feeling okay? good. Yeah. Good. 
Well, thanks for coming. I know that uh, you've been at this a long time. Can you remember, was there a, a moment or a, a song or anything that kind of made you begin this track of paying attention to things Western? Well, uh, I think it was at my uh, cousin's house, and he put on a record of old-time fiddle music from the West. And I started tapping my toe, and I said, I want a part of this. Also, we had a sheriff, an old-time sheriff that lived next door to us, and I'd sit out on the lawn chairs, and he'd bring out his uh, handcuffs and his pistol and tell me about uh, chasing down outlaws. Wow. So did you start getting interested in this uh, tradition when you were... Uh, how old, teenager or in college? Or? You know, I guess I was when I was a teenager. I just, I've always been a listener, and I, uh, I'm sort of the, the best guy to have if you want to tell a good story, because I love stories. But uh, you managed to record this stuff, so you, you captured yeah. a lot of these songs and stories. And... Yeah, I'm still doing it. That's uh, really what I do. I'm out on the road all the time recording just rare and wonderful and in, sort of the endangered voices of the E way out of town. Yeah. Now, did you um, ever have a hard time? You, you show up in some remote place, and there's some old cadre out there, and you say, hello, I'm this college kid from, you know, and I want to record you or, you know, tell me everything you know. Did anybody run you off? Or? Well, now that I'm becoming aged, you know, it's a little easier. But when I was a kid, I remember going to a cattle auction in southern Colorado, and uh, I went in there, and I said, does anyone recite poetry in here? And this is before any cowboy poetry gathering, and... <laughs> I sort of had to make a quick exit. <laughs> Did you feel a sense of urgency because some of these characters you were looking for were uh, getting on in yours? Yeah, I did. I mean, there's a, sort of a collective memory. Uh, we're so used now to uh, our entertainment coming from outside ourselves, and so many of the people that I knew initially really were so good at entertaining themselves and others that um, a, a generation of those people who were just there always to entertain are now not around anymore. Yeah. There's still great people out there, but not the same. And I know, I know a lot of our listeners will recognize your name and your voice because you also are great at distributing this information, both on radio and uh, television and in the published works. You've been doing this for a long time. Does it still capture your imagination in the way that uh, you had hoped it would? Well, you know, I've, it's, it's been really interesting. In the last couple of years, I got very involved in building an institution and a museum and an annual festival. And the last few years, I've really just been out on the road with a tape recorder and making radio programs. And what I'm finding is a very different West than the West that I went to record 30 years ago. And it's a really interesting West. It's a much more diverse West. I find myself on a lot of reservations. I think some of the most interesting stories in America right now are on uh, Native American reservations and in Native communities. In the ranch my wife and I have, our neighbors on both sides are people from Mexico. A lot of the people that are doing the work out on the land these days are from Mexico. So I'm getting to know some of those folks, and it's a different thing that I'm collecting now. What about the women in your travels? Do you find that there are women who are singers and storytellers in, your, in this part of the world? Oh, by all means. Yeah. Always, yeah. Well, obviously, there's lots of people who've been appreciating the work you're doing, including Willie Matthews, who nominated you. And uh, we're happy to give you an uh, Achievement Award for uh, all the work you've done. Well, thank you very much. You know, a lot of the people you have on this show really do uh, ground us in the kinds of things that I'm interested in. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks. Al. The winner of this week's Achievement Award, Mr. Hal Cannon. Mr. Bruce Hornsby.
Um, the, the first, the, the time that we did our very first show, you were actually playing at a benefit, an Earth Day show at Foxborough Stadium, I'm pretty sure, over in Massachusetts. Right, it was Foxborough, Mass, uh, where the New England Patriots right. play football. The same day was the first E10. Yeah. Okay. And we've been, I didn't uh, know that, Nick. Yeah, well, you Congratulations know. on your 10 years. Thank you, man. Thank of excellence you. in broadcasting. <laughs> Is that the kind of thing you still do? I mean, artists who achieve some kind of celebrity are often asked to participate in benefits, uh, lend your name to different causes. Is that something that you're still doing? Oh, yeah, I still do a lot of free gigs. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> are there any causes that, uh, that speak to you particularly this time in your life? Uh, right now, I guess I could say that uh, the group that I support the most intensely is the Southern Poverty Law Center in Montgomery, Alabama. They take... Uh, very courageous group, takes action against uh, hate groups around the country. Really amazing. I could go on about it yeah. for a long time. You know, they're a very courageous group of lawyers. So that's something I've been really involved with for a long time, and maybe even increasingly so. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of the reasons why people connect with certain artists more than others is because there is that desire, that is there, that, that effort to bring people along and help them connect with what it is that makes you tick. It's more than just uh, being out there and being successful. It's really using that responsibility you have. Every time you get on stage, you've got a chance to move somebody and help things along. Thank yeah. you, Nick. Yeah. Thanks for making me feel a little better. About there you that. go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're, glad, we're glad you're here, and we're going to get back. We've got a ton of music to play. Welcome back, would you, along with this band, Mr. Bruce Hornsby.
Thank you, Bruce Hornsby and his band, The Noisemakers. Such a good sound. And it's also good to hear Bruce talking about the things that he is concerned about, in this case, the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is actually this year celebrating 50 years of fighting for civil rights, fighting against racism and hate groups, while also fighting hard for voting rights, something that is sadly especially important right now. But it's always cool to hear what the artists are passionate about when they're on E-Town. Up next we get to spend some time with Ricky Lee Jones. She was actually on that same show with Bruce Hornsby. She brought her bass player, but we also, those of us in the house band, got to play some music with her. So we will go back to the E-Town stage back in the year 2000 with Ricky Lee Jones. Did you have a thing you wanted to talk to me about right now? No, no. (laughs) Are you in kind of a talking mood? Is that what you're saying? We're going to do it. We should do it now. (laughs) I've heard that before. Well, I hope you were more active than you were. Yeah, okay. Here we go. (laughs) There's only uh, two more days while Ricky Lee 
and Bruce Hornsby and I are going to be the same age. <laughs> and so I thought... Kind of like moving planets, huh? That's right. This is just one of those rare opportunities. And you're in a cusp tonight. Where I thought we could all sing happy birthday to Ricky Lee one time, just before we go on to the next song, just as a little symbol of our appreciation. And it goes a little something like this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ricky. Happy birthday to you. Kids making movies of themselves, you know they don't. 
Jones, Mr. Paul Nowinski on the bass, Christian Teal on percussion, Ricky Lee Jones. That was about the coolest song you could imagine, an old Steely Dan song by Ricky Lee Jones, just with percussion and acoustic bass. We are going to shift gears now and head in the direction of bluegrass music. Um, we got a chance to do a show where we were featuring the old and the new at the same time. And by old, I mean classic, legendary, the late, great Ralph Stanley and his Clinch Mountain Boys. And by new, I'm talking about the band Nickel Creek. Of course, doing really well back in the year 2000. They were at the peak of their powers. We're going to start out with a short duet that I played with Chris Thiele. I'm playing the mandola. He's playing the mandolin. We're playing the woodchopper's reel. And he has kind of taken me to school because he's so good. And that is going to be followed by a song from Ralph Stanley. Here it is, The Woodchopper's Reel. Chris Thiele. Yeah, 
And now I'm going to try to do a solo for you, one we have recorded about 10 years, I guess. We get a lot of requests for this one, and I may uh, put a little tag on the end of this, uh, what is the name of that, Ralph? Yeah, the room at the top of the stairs. You know I'm getting so forgetful here lately. I don't know where I'm at. And I got worried about it, folks. I went to the doctor. The doctor said, what's wrong with you? I said, I can't remember anything anymore. He said, how long have you been that way? I said, what way? <laughs> room at the top of the stairs and a little touch of little Maggie. the late Ralph Stanley, one of my all-time favorite singers, along with his band. We'll be back with more music from our 2000 season after a short break. 
Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like KFJM in Grand Forks, North Dakota, on WTYD, The Tide in Williamsburg, Virginia, and on KGNU right here in Boulder, Colorado. As always, if you want more information about anything that E-Town is up to, lots of stuff is available online at etown.org. Welcome back. We've got a very special song from David Gray coming up, one that I got to play a little slide guitar on back in 2000. David Gray was just getting started. And up first, very talented and candid songwriter, Jill Sobule. The last time you were here, it was sort of in the midst of, I don't want to call it your 15 minutes of fame, because I'm not sure it it's either... It was my 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> it was, really? But you were on MTV, and you are in the midst of all this stuff. You had a big hit. How did that whole thing feel? It felt very bizarre to be, and still to the States, like I get people coming, <laughs> you're the kiss the girl girl. How's Fabio? Because he was in the video, and uh, it's, uh, it can be wonderful and irritating at the same time. Right. Did it kind of change your direction creatively in any way? Did you ever think, man, I got a night right now, I have to do another song like that? Or... No, you know, what happened was it was an experience of having, you know, thinking you're owning the world at that moment, and then the record company stops promoting you, and, and, you know, back to uh, waiting tables again, and so, you know, I got a real bad drug habit, went through rehab. No, I didn't do that. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) I just got a new record company. You talked, about, you talked about that marketable skill thing. You play music because you don't have any other marketable skills. Is that really true? or Have you tried other things? Yeah, what have I done? I've sold shoes at a Barney's department store. Um, I put shoes on share. I waitressed a lot. I worked for a wedding photographer. Yeah. And are you back, you're back living in New York now? I'm in New York in yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. and how's that? How's Brooklyn? It's great. Yeah. It's a great hostile environment. (laughs) Good songwriting material. Keeps those creative juices flowing. (laughs) Got another tune? Yeah. This next song is off my new record, and um, it's about the first crush I ever had on someone, and it wasn't reciprocated, and I'm screwed up to this day because of it. (laughs) Sometimes... I wish that I was an angel, a fallen angel who visits your dreams and 
in those dreams I'd blow you a message that says you really want me sometimes I wish that I was a wrestler a Mexican wrestler in a red final mask and I might grab you and body slam you and maybe cause physical harm <laughs> but when we would land I might take pity on you can crack all your ribs but I can't break your heart you will never love me and this I can't forgive that you will never As long as I will live Sometimes I wish That I was a beauty A beautiful girl Who was still 21 And I'd turn your head as well as your buddies and I could afford to play hard to get and we'd go to parties and you'd show me off and I'd go home with someone else you this I can't forgive and it will always bug me as long as I will It's not that you're so special You're just the cross I bear You will never love me Sometimes I wish I was a wrestler. Jill Sobule.
Welcome to E-Town. Very happy to have him, Mr. David Gray. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much. And I'd like to thank... I'd like to thank everyone here at E-Town for looking after me. Um, I blew in off the prairie a few hours ago, and uh, they've been uh, very good. So I'd also like to introduce Nick, who's going to play a little guitar on this next tune of mine. This is a song called Twilight, and um, it says, Yet Unreleased. Watch the twilight from my head Hanging out a bright thread Little darling, till I see you once again Tell the man to Fill my cup Honey, I am Gonna stop Little darling Till I see you Once again Pinch me if I'm dreaming I'm somewhere I'll never be You leave me by my head To the flame Just the rain now On my head And the past What use is that Little darling Till I see you once again, once again. Na na na, na na na, na na na, na na na, na na na. David Gregg. Such an honor to play that song with David Gray. At the time, it was unreleased, and of course, it went on to be a big hit for him. We have time for one more song. I want to thank all of our guests whose performances from more than 20 years ago we were able to share with you this week. Thanks to our production team, Donna Giardina and Todd Ayers, with a special thanks to Helen Forster. We're going to leave you with a visit to Cajun Country. Lafayette, Louisiana, one of the best, I guess you could call them a Cajun fusion band, Michael Doucet and his band Beausoleil. 
We really appreciate you spending an hour with us as we visit our archives. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. This is a production of E-Town. Okay, that was it from 2000, the year 2000, our E-Town season. It's so hard to pick and choose, but we hope you enjoyed that particular collection, wrapping up with the joyous sounds of Beausoleil avec Michael Doucet. Thanks to all of our guests this week, and by that I mean Joe Ely, Ricky Lee Jones, Hal Cannon, Shelby Lynn, Bruce Hornsby, Chris Thiele, Ralph Stanley, Jill Sobule, David Gray, Santiago Jimenez. It's a lot, and I just know that what we have been doing for all these years is featuring some diversity, some variety, and some great conversation. And so we appreciate you listening. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.